Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the beautiful, brand new Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com. It's the way tire buying should be. What is the dumbest thing you've ever seen anyone do? I think that John ja Morant is in any discussion. Now, I don't want to be prone to hyperbole, okay, because there's been lots of dumb things done. But when you get suspended by the NBA for flashing a gun at a club in Denver, which causes an entire national conversation. And then, after going through some form of counseling, you return to the NBA 
and want to be promoted as a changed man. You do the interviews and you go around and you claim that you're a changed guy. Then you play and you play well, but not to the level that you were playing at previously or in, in previous years. Your team gets beaten. You don't play great. You had one game, the game I was at, where he dominated scoring-wise um, in the fourth quarter when he scored like 22 points in a row. But for the most part, didn't take over in that series at all. Gets beaten, and now there's all kinds of questions about that team's future. You go from that place to an IG video where you're rolling around, listen to music, it's fine, it's the summer, or whatever. But it's the same music, and now you're flashing a gun. Like, I don't think anyone had a different reaction than the one I had, which is, are, are you an idiot? Right? And it's one of those things where you're, you're not the idiot where you can't put a sense together. You're not the idiot where you just don't have the ability for cognitive thought. We all know people in our lives where you're just like, hey, look, he's just not that smart. That's not Jaw. Hey, Jaw appears to be a really bright guy. Plus, I mean, look, he's fooled a lot of people for a long time. Either he's trying to fool people with this gangster persona or he's fooled people with the I'm a good guy persona. Whatever he's trying to do, he's fooled a lot of people. He's basically like two lives, right? It takes a special kind of con man. But like, look, I'm I'm not without flaw. I've done dumb things before. But maybe, and maybe this is a generational thing. Doing a dumb thing on Instagram after doing a really dumb thing on Instagram strikes me as especially dumb. Right? Strikes me as, I don't even have words. How? How? Why? What? I I had a boss once. And I don't think it was a mistake. Um, but I, I didn't maybe read the room. It was Duke was playing, I want to say Maryland. And it was like an ACC tournament quarterfinal or semifinal. And I was doing halftime. And at halftime, they go to interview Coach K, and if you remember, with the exception of the Final Four, Coach K wouldn't do those halftime interviews. I think he did it once or twice, and for the most part, he wouldn't do them. And he sent Chris Collins, who's now the head coach at Northwestern, out to do it. So they come back to me in studio, and I'm with Scott Reese, who's our host, and Tom Brennan, the longtime legendary coach at Vermont. And, you know, it's like you have time for one quick comment, then you go to break, and then you come out and you do your halftime show. So they're, I think, trailing Maryland by a couple points of the half, not playing particularly well. And they go to interview Chris Collins. They come to us, and I was like, hey, no disrespect to Chris Collins. He's a contemporary of mine, a friend of mine, but why can't we hear from Coach K? And, you know, Scott Reese was apoplectic. He's like, well, why do, why do you need to hear from Coach? He never does the interviews. He's like, well, because when they get into the locker room, you know who's not standing in front of the team and telling them what they need to do differently? Chris Collins. You know who is? Mike Krzyzewski. 
you know? And if it was some random regular season game, but this was the ACC tournament, the Duke Invitational, and he's Coach K, and so we get done with that little quick half, and they were like, let's find out what else ticks Doug Gottlieb off. Coming up next, right? It was like weird. It was like a, the truth bomb was a was a fart, and everybody was smelling it like, what were you doing there? So there's a red phone in the studio, okay? And the red phone had never rang before, and it rings, and I pick it up. And it was the guy who hired me at ESPN, and he said, under he said, what the F do you think you're doing? And I was like, huh? It's like, I'm doing halftime right now. Can I get back to you? He's like, why would you call out Coach K and Duke? We knew he wasn't doing the interview. It, he never does the interview. He's like, like, okay, I'm also allowed to say he should do the interview. Am I not? And his response to me, and this was a big one. This was a kind of a life changer, a thought changer. It didn't necessarily change all of my behavior, but it was, what was the win? In that. Well, what did you win? You won credits from people who don't like Mike Krzyzewski that he won't do the interview? Well, I was like, I was just trying to go from a basketball perspective. Like, he's not going to, it doesn't matter. What was the win? What did you actually win for saying that? So now let's fast forward that to John Morant. What's the win in flashing the gun? I'm still strapped. Congrats. I'm still dumb. Congrats. I still have no idea over the viral nature of a of the live button on Instagram. Like look, his shoe came out after his shoe came out after all of this took place. Okay, not not this recent one, but the mid-season gun thing. And Sold out. I know. Tried to get my son a pair. Why? Because I like the shoes. And I actually like John Morant. And I kind of bought it. Like, all right. He was just lost himself. He was feeling himself. We've all had a feeling ourselves moment. Like, honestly, the acting like you're a thug, acting like you're a tough guy. We've all got, I would guess, all of us went through some moment in our lives. This is a, very much a guy thing where you tried to be something you weren't. I mean, dude, when I was in when I was 14, I had lines inside of my head like I was trying to be something I wasn't. I was getting in trouble in school cuz I was staying back and I was trying to be a badass. When I was in college, Yes, I got in trouble there. We can, but I remember I was at Notre Dame and there was a kid who walked around and he had long hair and he told everybody he's a surfer. I still don't know his name, but he was surfer dude. And I've told this story before, but there was a party and somebody bumped into his shells that he supposedly got from the beach in his room and there were price tags on all the bottoms of them. And he got exposed. He came back second semester with clean, clean cut and he ditched the surfer dude image. We've all done it, right? But usually getting suspended in the NBA, getting told you're acting like an idiot or you're trying to live a life which, or pretend to live a life which doesn't exactly have a life, a long life expectancy. Right? Like nobody goes like, hey, you know what I'm going to grow up? I want to be a gangster. Yeah, that's movies, dude. 
you, you do notice that almost all those gangsters, like the one thing that's parallel to all those stories is at some point in their lives, they try to go legit. Why do they try to go legit? Because there's not a long lifespan for going gangster. I just, in the dumbest things you've ever seen athletes do, that's an all-timer. That's an unforced error. That's the Russell Westbrook dribbling the ball off the court and then just dribbling it out of bounds for no particular reason. It's an all-timer. And it was kind of on a slow news day. There wasn't games the night before. There's one game seven. Here's uh, rapper Fat Joe. His thoughts on John Morant. He's trying hard to get kicked out the NBA. And those guys that's with you, they not your people's job. They don't care. This is a problem we have with our community becoming famous because the people around you, they like that the girls is watching. They love the lifestyle, but they're not you. They didn't dribble the basketball in the snow on, on Christmas trying to figure out the Kobe moves or the Jordan moves. They didn't put in the work like you. Here's uh, Shannon Sharp. I think a lot of people say I wanted me to come out here today and say I'm surprised, um, I'm shocked, I'm disappointed in John's behavior. And I'm not. I said before, the best apology is change behavior. And when he was going through all this diatribe about what he learned about being away from the game, Skip, and how important it was to him, I say, I see better than I hear. I heard everything Josh said. Now, I say, now, moving forward, I'm going to see if the behavior meets what he said. And clear, right on. And so at this point in time, Skip, where I am, I'm not even upset at Josh. I'm not mad. I'm not disappointed. I'm not embarrassed. I'm mad. I'm upset. I'm disappointed. I'm disgusted by the people that defended him. Because that's what got us here. That's what got us here, Skip. Oh, man, Shadow, you, you hating on Ja. You were Uncle Tom, you Rucker, who, you who Buck Davis. I don't know who this is. The same people that yeah. Ja in the comments, yeah. that Ja be oh, liking. Oh, these are Twitter Yeah, people. yeah. Skip. Not, not Grizzlies. No, 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 no. no, no. Okay, okay. The, the, the clicks and the okay. mention and the likes, why he does everything that he does. Skip, I need somebody to tell me the fascination he has with guns and feel that he needs to be on IG Live, that he needs to see people see him with that tool on him. What? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, man. All time dumb, dumb stuff. Because all you got to do, and like, look, I've, I, I know this firsthand. Like I said, I actually, there was one line people didn't like that I said when I was at CBS. And had I simply, once I got that job, okay, been straight down the air, straight down the, 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 the middle and, uh, just smile and wave, happy to be, you know, fat girl at the prom, happy to be there. I, you could have worked there for life. Right? So I understand how you can torpedo yourself with something. But it's not the first time for him. He just did this. It just happened a couple months ago. I don't, I don't even know. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. As summer approaches, boost your game with Chalk, C-H-O-Q. That's the reigning champion in natural men's health. Max out your testosterone, energy, focus on Chalk's male vitality stack. Visit Chalk today. Use the custom code Doug for 35% off any subscription for life. Uh, they did not blow a 3-3-1 to lead. It was a 3-2 to series lead. 3-2 to series lead. Because it was 2-2, right? Wasn't it 2-2 and then... The Sixers beat the Celtics in Boston. That was the big surprise. And then uh, Sixers came, uh, Boston came back. Uh, Tatum was terrible and started game six. And then the fourth quarter, he won a game six, tied it at three. And then in game seven, it was close to the half. And then the Celtics boat raced. You're talking about this current Boston 
Sixer series? Yes. The Yeah, the Sixers were up 3-1. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. They weren't. I know. I said they weren't up 3-1. <laughs> what let's, you let's get Rick Beaker on to see if he knows. <laughs> he's he's messing with me, right? Because I because he made a flub. I'm, I'm not messing with you. I honestly thought they were up three one. Okay, I, I just just they just go my back. I don't, I don't know I'm either. Like, sometimes what? I don't know either. <laughs> so dry, I couldn't tell what if he it said the Sixers had a three one lead on my screen. I was like, no, I just want to catch myself. Oh, that was my way of playing it off. Yeah. You know. <laughs> he did a good job, by look, the way. Look, here's here's the issue. Okay, here's I'll, I'll tell you my Joel Embiid issue. A long time ago, a long time ago, I said, "Hey, I think he's the most talented dude in the league." Last year, I thought he should have won the MVP, and somehow this year, I became the I'm the guy who didn't say he should win the MVP. It's not what I said. Hey, let's just point it out that when Kendrick Perkins went on ESPN. And said that Jokic, just like Steve Nash, was judged differently because they weren't a top 10 score and, and made it insinuated it was about race. Everything changed with the MVP race, including Jokic went through a stretch and the Nuggets went through a stretch the end of the season when they didn't care, they didn't play great, including Joel Embiid scoring half of the points. Remember, he scored half the points in one game against the Celtics, and it was like, oh, that's his MVP moment. And and look, I I get there's no perfect system. If we didn't do MVP voting till the end of the finals, it would obviously be very, very different, but we'd be, you know, we would be prisoners of the moment. Right? Because if you did MVP voting now, it would be Jokic or maybe Jason Tatum, wouldn't it? Anthony Davis would be in the conversation. So it's a regular season award. But I, I got to tell you, it doesn't exactly validate your MVP season by not just being bad on offense, but being unable to stop or guard or even relatively contain a guy who drops 51 on you in a game seven. MVP of the league, you got to be better than that. And you weren't. And if he gives you 51, you got to give him 50 right back. That's the way basketball works. I didn't say it's fair. I didn't say it's right. That's the way it works. That's our expectation. That in game seven, all that other stuff aside, game seven, you got to take over a game. Yes, John Ramos. Oh, I, I was about, well, you just said what I was going to say, which is, you know, it is a regular season award, and and but he does have to step it up in the playoffs. You're, you're 100 percent correct. You think? <laughs> now the other side to it, the other part to it is, I'll get you to buy it real quick. The other part to it is, this also is that there's a big. It's like, well, you keep switching Embiid onto Jason Tatum. Like, look, we just watched the Golden State Warriors, and it wasn't the reason they lost. They lost because Clay Thompson can't make a shot anymore and doesn't do anything else other than shoot threes. You know, Draymond Green, foul trouble, and they're much better with him in, and he's constantly either getting in foul trouble or there were times when he didn't play well. And then the other guys didn't pick up the slack, right? Jordan Poole stinks all of a sudden. But, but, Steph Curry can't guard anybody, and they kept 
getting the ball to whoever Steph Curry is guarding. That's how bas- basketball has changed. You can't hide dudes like you used to before. It's just too hard to hide guys. And the guy, the, the, there's a reason you can't win with a small guard. It's really hard to win with a small guard who can't guard. And it's really hard to win with a center. Because at the end of the shot clock, one of these guys that's between 6'5 and 6'8 is going to have the ball, and you got to be able to stop him. And Steph can't, and um, Embiid can't. And to this point, Jokic hasn't been able to, but he hasn't faced that, and he won't even face that in this series because he'll have to guard Anthony Davis, but Anthony Davis will have to guard him as well. So I, it's... It, there's a lot from yesterday. We'll get a bunch of it in. Rick Buecher's waiting. Sorry, Dan Byer, for keeping you waiting. I apologize. No, I, I wanted to get in on the conversation. I uh, wanted to say, just remember when Joel Embiid lost Game 7 in 2019 to the Raptors. He was in tears, bawling on the court. Yeah. Yesterday, he was laughing and saying to Jason Tatum, why'd you have to do that to us? I, I don't know if the MVP was just the load off of his shoulders and now it's whatever. But four years ago, he was crushed on that Kawhi shot in the Eastern Conference semifinals. Devastated. When I looked back, he was 6 of 18 from the floor at 21 points. Um, it wasn't great yesterday. 5 of 18. Yeah. And maybe, maybe that hardened the skin. Maybe it didn't hurt as much. But he was devastated when they lost to the Raptors. And yesterday, I don't know if he was devastated. Sure didn't seem it when he was bro-hugging Jason Tatum and being like, man, thanks for putting it on us. Maybe it's because they got crushed. I don't know. Maybe that was the difference. Could be. But that's where we are. All right, let's uh, let's talk some hoops. Let's welcome in. He's Rick Buecher from Fox Sports, foxsports.com. He's covered the NBA forever. And, of course, you can see him daily on Speak on Fox Sports 1. Buke, let's uh, let's work backwards. Let's start with yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. More impressive, Jay, uh, Jason Tatum, or the less impressive MVP, Joel Embiid. What 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 should be the lasting <laughs> memory of Game Seven? Yeah, that boy, that's a tough one. I'm, I'm I will go with Jason Tatum. Uh, simply, he took advantage of what Philly was not doing. Um, I, I, I hesitate because they were getting switches and he was killing Joel Embiid by and large. And, but he saw his opportunities and he took it. I've seen this Jason Tatum before when he is feeling confident about his three and feeling confident overall, he is tough to stop. When he starts to get a little tentative and hesitant, that's when things kind of unravel. And I don't know that I won't see that again, but, I just, I was, I don't know about you, uh, Doug, but I was just stunned by the lack of adjustments that Doc made. Like at some point, you know, why are we leaving Joel Embiid on an island with Jason Tatum? Why not trap the ball out of Jason's hands and make somebody else beat you? I know that that Boston team is talented, but I just, I didn't. I did not understand why he continued to allow that to happen. I, I don't. I don't either. Um, and I mean, very likely to cost Doc his job, right? Yeah. I mean, one way or the other, it just you know whether it was it was so obvious that he wasn't doing anything, or you know the accumulation of three-one leads blown. 
I, I, either way, I felt like if he lost this series, especially after going up 3-1, he was going to lose his job. And then the way uh, Game 7 unfolded certainly didn't do anything to help his cause. I mean, I, like, if Monty Williams is getting fired, then Doc Rivers should get fired. And I, I don't like to see anybody get fired. But <laughs> I'm like... I don't think what Monty, how Monty handled what he had was as egregious as anywhere close to as egregious as what Doc did and didn't do. Oh, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, the Monty thing, I think, comes down to new ownership. And obviously, um, you got Isaiah Thomas advising new ownership. And when it's new ownership, yeah. you want to you know have your own guy. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, uh, but there's also the, the relationship or lack thereof relationship with DeAndre Ayton, which... We, we thought would end the business relationship between the team and the player last year. It did not. Right. Um, right. And it, it wasn't remedied. And it, it you know, only reared its ugly head in the most important time. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I get that part. But in looking at the Suns uh, roster and their ability to improve, Aiton is the most valuable piece you have and what you're going to get the most back for. And I would expect that they're going to have to move him, uh, not because he's not good, but because they don't have any other way to create the depth that they need if they want to take advantage of having Devin and and Kevin Durant. Um, Okay, so... Uh, those those two coaching jobs, right? It feels like it's going to be a carousel, and yeah. then you have and then you have the John ja Morant thing over the weekend. Yeah. Now it should be pointed out that at some point there'll be a lawyer involved that says, "Hey, he wasn't doing anything illegal." Right? I don't know where he was carrying, but many of the states you can you can even concealed yep. carry. With, yep. But but, um, I mean, he's got an image problem. Well, he does, and there is a um, there is a clause in NBA contracts when it comes to uh, it's a it's a kind of a morality clause type thing that uh, is very far reaching, and that they can utilize in an instance like this where they're going to say, okay, it doesn't matter whether there's a legality or not. You're it's it is behavior that is damaging to the league and your team. Um, they can certainly make that. They, they can make that case, and you know whether the players' union decides to fight that or not would be would be interesting. I just uh, I, I felt this from the very beginning. I thought that they papered over the original, you know, just to get him back on the court. The timing of it, got to get him back, got to get back in the, you know, we're we're in the playoffs. And this was a this wasn't one incident. It wasn't in a one off. It was a series of incidents. And the idea that you would send somebody away for a couple of days and then you do a big national uh, TV interview and all is good and we've changed our ways. I just I never bought it. I, I just I and I thought it was a disservice to Jaw by both the league and the Grizzlies that. Uh, that they didn't take it more seriously, and, uh, and 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 that they hadn't been addressing this prior. They only they only finally addressed it when the you know the, the seal was ripped off. And and I just for as valuable and I hate to be kind of you know mercenary or business minded in this because we are talking about human beings, but as valuable an asset as John Morant is for 
for the league, I would think that they would want to, rather than being afraid of offending him, that they would want to say, hey, look, this is what we see you being for the league. But that, that's, Rick, that's the problem with the whole league. Uh, I'm, I'm this, this, this is a, a problem with the whole league. Obviously, the whole league doesn't have a problem with guns. The whole league yeah. isn't tr- you know walking around trying to be a thug. That's that's not the problem. But the problem with the league is it's like it, we've gotten to this place to where it's a player-run league, where it's like ridiculous. Yeah. It's no, ridiculous, it's- and this is probably the worst possible example, but it is, you know, like that's, that's the issue. I mean, like, yeah. look, I'll even go back to – when Draymond punched Jordan Poole, yeah. right? which is, I mean, I don't, I, I don't care anything else about the season. There's no way those two people can coexist. No way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I can't, um, I can't argue with you. And I do believe that one, this is, this is the real catch 22 for me based on what the league Makes with the mate with the with the, the the revenue that the league generates. Players deserve actually more money than they're getting, but the liberty and the freedom and the autonomy that the kind of money that guys are making now gives them is uh, is the problem because. There's so much invested in these guys that is guaranteed. You're going to continue to give Kyrie Irving a chance. You're going to continue to give John Morant a chance. It's going to like there's there and it's, the, my problem is is they don't really address the issue. They don't try to get the heart of it and try to change the person. They just try to like it, it's too much of it feels like PR. Uh, and and trying to fix the image without sure. what's causing it. Right. Um, okay. Let's get to the Warriors. What now? Bob Myers contracts up. Draymond can be a free agent. Right. Clay yeah. want Clay wants expects to get a max extension when he couldn't hit yeah. the broad side of a barn. Right. Yeah. Um, the young guys they missed on some of these young guys with the picks. Obviously, sta- yeah. uh, obviously Kerr doesn't think Kaminga can play. Otherwise, he would have given him a shot. What happens with the Warriors? Uh, they're in a tough spot, which is I, there's a couple things here that I've, I've been thinking about Bob Myers and his struggling to make a decision whether he wants to stay or not. And and if he's struggling, it would suggest to me that he's um, he's leaning toward not staying. And and I but I, and I was thinking about why. Um, and a big obvious a big part of it is that Joe Lacob thinks that they should be contending for a title every year, no matter what. That there's 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 a way to do that. And at the same time, I've been thinking about this a lot with the Lakers and the pieces that they got, um, the moves that they were able to make. And I'm thinking, how were they able to get those guys when Golden State desperately needed to do something more than just bring Gary Payton back? It was clear they needed – and they could have used any one of – Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, Rui Hachimura, any one of those guys would have been an incredible addition. And, uh, and yet they didn't. They, they made a cost-saving move, ultimately, by moving James Wiseman. And, uh, and, and it's the first time that I can think of that Joe Lacob 
um, looked at the bottom line. And I'm not going to fault him for that, considering all the money he's, he's spent. But it was at a time where if Bob Myers really feels beholden to Steph, Draymond, and Clay and that group, he's like, oh, well, we can't. Like, you're, now you're asking for the impossible. You don't want to spend anymore. We have an aging core, and um, and yet we're still expected to play for, for championships. Well, and, 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 and by the way, Wiseman was the guy that could have, and granted, he wasn't far enough along, but yep. he was he was the right pick. He just didn't develop, you know, because yeah. they need they needed a starting center. That's what they needed. They needed yep. a starting center and one who was agile, who could defend the rim. And on paper, he was the guy. Yeah. No, they've made look. They've made a series of. I, mean, I, I could even go to Moses Moody. Like you leaned on him in the postseason. Maybe you should have been cultivating him instead of Anthony Lamb or. You know, I mean, Ty Jerome kind of plays a different position, but if 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 Moses Moody, you thought he had that potential, maybe he needed to be the one playing. And if you thought that John Jonathan Kaminga couldn't, like at some point, you got to make a decision. Um, because as much as they relied on Moody or looked to Moody, and as much as he showed them in the postseason, I thought he was solid. And I thought from the very beginning that among those, all those guys, Wiseman, Kaminga, Moody, I always thought that Moody would be the most useful just because he could play a specific role. He could, sp- he could space the floor in uh, a big guard. He can defend a little bit. Um, and he's, and he's, he's fairly smart uh, when it comes to, to basketball IQ. And so there, there are a host of reasons why the Warriors uh, ended up where they, where they did. And, there are no easy solutions. You can't, like, you can, I'm not even sure you can keep Clay, much less you could pay him max. And I know the emotional attachment to that, but he's essentially, he's a one-dimensional player at this point. He's a, he's a, he's a floor spacer. He can't defend. Um, he, he can't post anymore because he doesn't have the same lift. He doesn't rebound. And I think there were a couple games where he had zero assists. He's not creating shots for anybody else. So as much as I love the Clay story and I have all the admiration in the world that he found his way back and played again and is still playing and was part of the championship team, uh, you can't have Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson as your two-guard rotation next to Steph because you don't have a defender between them. Nope. No, you do not. It's a, it's a conundrum. Uh, real quick. Lake uh, Lakers Nuggets. What do you think? I look. I don't. I'm. I believe the Nuggets, unless MPJ and Aaron Gordon revert, um, or Jokic is suddenly stymied by AD. I I feel like this is the Nuggets series to to win in five or six. I just. They can defend so much better. Aaron Gordon is is athletic and a bigger body, and I would expect that he's going to get LeBron. I thought he did a, a, a really good job um, on KD. And I don't think LeBron uh, presents as much of an, a challenge as, as KD does. Um, I think Malone is going to be on them about getting back in transition. And if you take that away, it takes away a lot of what LeBron and the Lakers do. Um, I, you know, I, I, I love the 
I love the Lakers story. I, I don't know about you, but I've never seen a player like Austin Reeves this early in his career get as much love and latitude from the officials. And I'm not, not bagging on him because there's an art to that. Sure. But but my goodness. No, they got every they got every call in that series. They got, it was it was it was embarrassing. I still think they're the better team, but they got every call in that series. Yeah, it, I mean, I, I just I, I'm I am I, I've always been one having worked once upon a time uh, for a week as a as a G League what was then D League uh, ref. I am coming up with uh, Ed Malloy and Zach Darbo. They were in, they were in my group my year. And so I, I, I understand how difficult the officiating is in the NBA. But man, 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 man. Rick Buecher. Buke, you're the best, man. Can't wait to see you on TV talking about it. Thanks for joining us. You got it. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. Let's get to a game. This is Game Time. It's Game Time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Game Time is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save. Progressive.com. Dan Byer. Doug, the game today is... Big deal, little deal, no deal. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Monty Williams got his walking papers from the Phoenix Suns. Um... I feel like it's a it's a big deal because everybody loves Monty Williams and um we're looking at it in the most recent fa- like the most recent thing that happened not being fair to him right you change the team midseason and then you don't have two of your starters in a deciding game you didn't have Chris Paul and I know he's been in an NBA finals but Monty, there's two different types of coaching in the NBA. Regular season coaching, you know, operating, running a program, and then championship level coaching. And I love Monty Williams. As a human being, I don't know anybody who doesn't like Monty Williams. Literally, guy with no enemies. But it's fair to say that, and I know they went to the NBA Finals a couple years ago. Um, but playoff Monty Williams hasn't been good enough. And now, it, what it means is you can only bring in a coach who's shown that they are a better playoff coach. And that means, and there's guys out there. Frank Vogel's out there. Ty Lue could be out there. Uh, Nick Nurse is out there. Mike Budenholzer's out there. That's your pool. Otherwise, you're you're guessing on something you have no idea about. There, uh, Shams did say uh, in Arizona, on a radio station in Arizona, that... Devin Booker and Kevin Durant were consulted. No question. If they wanted, and it's the same thing with Isaiah Thomas, mm-hmm. right, who's the right-hand guy for Matt Ipsia, is if they wanted, if they were like, no, Monty Williams got to stay, then Monty Williams still be there. So it doesn't mean they fired him, but they didn't keep him employed. All right, Doug. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Ben Simmons seemed to be trolling the 76ers with a post on Instagram. Did you see this? I did see yeah. it, but it's like... I'm not. What has Ben Simmons done since he left the Philadelphia 76ers? <laughs> How many games has Ben Simmons played since he left? He's cashed a lot of checks. I mean, he's he's cashed a lot of checks. The business of Ben Simmons is a good business, but it might not have a long term. That's you know, a, a, a short term buy. So it's trolling, but it's like, yeah, are you really trolling? Um, big deal, little deal, or no deal? This is a question. Were you at the concert that Lil Wayne stopped? That this past weekend? Yes. Was it weird? I left before you, that. You left before that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you the story at the top of the hour. Okay. All okay. right. I'll tell you the All story right. at the top of the yeah, hour. Yeah. It went, uh, I thought that was a big deal. I'm like, man, I think Doug's in the crowd or was in the crowd. I bailed. That's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. So what next for the Warriors? What next? 
All right, we got to we got to do the O bit, and then what next? Plus the Lil Wayne concert story on the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.